This is a Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. I mentioned to you we saw the video at 11 o'clock. Uh, now we get to get to meet her in person. Uh, Mona Purdy, I met her uh, about 10, 10 weeks ago, as I mentioned, and I feel like I've known her much longer than that. She's the woman uh, with, she's got an amazing story, so I won't attempt to say any of it. I want her to tell you her story, uh, but she's responsible, uh, her and her organization, and she, uh, they're responsible for uh, sending over one and a half million pairs of shoes now to countries all over the world for the last 13 years. And uh, you all have been participating in that effort this semester as well. If you noticed our shoe drive we're holding this this year, uh, this semester on campus. So, um, without further ado, let me turn you over now to Mona Purdy. Hello, hello. Thank you, thank you. Sorry I didn't make it here. I have a uh, terminally ill mother who I had to go uh, spread some love to. Um, and I've got two kids that come here, so I, I just told someone here that I own part of the school because of their tuitions. Um, so thank you for having me. Thank you for being part of the shoe drive. I don't know if um, all of you know exactly what happened, but I was not looking to begin a non-for-profit. I was a single mom. I know some of you might know some of us, but we're really crazy people. We try to uh, fulfill the needs in our kids because they're missing a parent, so we kind of go overboard. So I was running around trying to teach three little kids uh, about philanthropy when they were five, three, and 18 months old, and um, it, it never worked. So I ended up taking a trip to Guatemala where I ran a half marathon. I was helping a cycling team there with some some materials. And um, while I was running, there were kids along the roadside that had put hot tar on the bottom of their feet. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with this picture? Um, because being a single mom, my kids have never gone without a thing. And um, so I was really disturbed by what I saw. And on my way home... Um, there's a song that Diana Ross sings for for some of you people my age. Um, reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. And I couldn't get the song out of my head. So I go home and I go cry. I, the mother, go crying to my child about what I had seen. And my youngest daughter, who was then uh, five, handed me um, one of her two pairs of shoes and said, when you go back, um, you can give these to someone so they can go to school because I thought I know everything because I am a mother. Um, we tend to think we do know everything. And I did not know that kids cannot attend school without shoes. I didn't know that a small injury to the bottom of their foot can end up in amputation. I, I just didn't know everything. So um, I thought if I can get my daughter to share her shoes, I could get the neighborhood to. So... We started Share Your Souls out of my house without me really knowing we had started something. But it became what, what I call a movement. And kids, hundreds of kids used to gather at my house during the week. Uh, they used to come on a rollerblades bike. We even had a couple stilt walkers. And uh, then the police came. The Palos Park police showed up at my house and gave me two tickets. They said I had become a public nuisance and my house had become an eyesore. So I love America, and um, I thought, how can we make this, uh, you know, a twist here? So we put it on the front page of the newspaper. Instead of complaining, you know, come and join me, and let us let us parents teach our children, you know, some valuable lessons on how to be kind. So uh, out of this whole article and all this uh, publicity, and it's funny, in Palos Park we had, like, horse thieves and prostitution. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're shutting a shoe charity down. 
Um, so we got donated a warehouse, and I guess we really started the wheels in motion. And I thought I'll do it a couple times and be done with it. And the people kept showing up at my house. I'd be in my window having a cup of coffee, and people would drive up and wave to me, and I'd be like, hi. And they'd be, hi, we brought shoes. So I actually went out to an Indian reservation and told a medicine man that the shoes kept coming and what can I do because I didn't want to do this in my life. I, you know, I thought God had bigger plans for me, not use shoes. So he said, nope, that's your destiny. I was like, you're, you're like serious, use shoes? Like, really? That's it? He goes, that's it. So uh, I called Jesse White and I said, I really think I don't want to move, but I don't want the people to keep coming to my house and they keep coming to the house. He goes, no, that's how the tumblers started. So, um, you know, see what happens. So now, 13 years later, actually, this is my 13-year anniversary this month. Which is pretty cool, and yeah, it's really neat. I can't believe it. So uh, we're celebrating it at Mastro's uh, Steakhouse. So if any of you um, can, you know, grab a couple pennies together, well, it's a few pennies, um, and support the cause. We need three things to keep us operating. We need bodies to do the processing of the shoes. We need shoes, and then we need money to make all that happen. And for the first 10 years, I, I kind of started this differently. I didn't go about it with money is my number one list. Normally, people want money to start something. I had the idea, and now um, after 10 years of it not being about the money, now I want the money because the need for shoes has become a medical necessity, not a, not a luxury for people, and the shoes don't fly. So when it's so funny. We get people that drive to my space in LSIP, and they'll drop off a bag of shoes, and and I'm kind of a, a an idiot. And I'll look at the shoes, and I'll and then they take the shoelaces out while I'm standing there, and I'm like, Are you serious? Like you're really taking those shoelaces out of out of the shoes? And they go, well, I might need them for something. I'm like, Put the shoelaces back. Like have some respect for yourself. And they said, Well, okay, okay. And then or the shoes will be green. They'll have mowed their lawn with them all summer. And they said, well, I think someone could still use them. And then I'm like, take the shoes back. You obviously need these shoes more than someone who lives in a third or fourth world country. So people are starting to get it. The shoes we get in are much, much better than they've ever been. And I think that's just because I, I think my lesson is to teach people how to give. And that's to give and think, say your house burned down and you had no shoes. Actually, this happened to me. Your house burns down and you have no shoes. What kind of shoes do you want someone to give to you? And you don't want green shoes, you don't want shoes miss, missing laces. These are some of the pictures of uh, one of my recent trips to Haiti. And it's so funny because people here really are appreciative of anything they're given. But because of me, I won't allow them to be given just anything. And then we realized something after five years of doing this, that giving shoes to people without them earning it does not help them. It doesn't elevate their spirit. It kind of reduces them. So we're trying to come up with ideas, and maybe you guys can think of some on how they can earn the shoes. So we have kids like cleaning up roadsides or my payback to how women are treated in, in Africa. I give the women in the villages the shoes and the men have to report to them what act of kindness or good deed they have done to get shoes. And it's kind of working, the revenge. But I'm all for equal rights and I really like that because I'm kind of sick of the women being owned. Um, owned. So this gives them some power back. Um, we have ship shoes to 40 locations around the world in 13 years. But we're reviewing some of it, and we decided to stick with 25 and get them really tight. And we're opening up an NGO right now. In Haiti, we put the paperwork 
because I'm there all the time. And I'm actually, this is so funny, I manifest. So I'm at this uh, global activism over the weekend, and Mike is there, and one of your teachers comes up, and he's at my booth, and he's spending a lot of time. I go, wow, you're really interested in Share Your Souls. He goes, no, my uh, one of my fellow teachers works with you, and he named Mike. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And he's a French teacher, because now I want to learn French so I could go to Haiti and, like, know when someone's talking about me or, you know, get involved in their conversation. So that happens how and really good reasons. And um, we need volunteers. So do you all have to do community service here? Do you guys have to do any? Any of you want to do any? Any of you would like to do some? Raise your socks, raise your hand, because we get the last few weeks, well, since you've been coming in, we get about uh, six to maybe 12 Moraine Valley students. And uh, I have two kids that come here, and I am, maybe you can get them to come with you. I don't see them too much. Um, my next trip, I leave for Uganda in June, and then I go to Kenya. And then while I was in Haiti, we met some guys that demine mines in Afghanistan who want to do a shoe drive with us. So I just got off the phone with my partner, who is the Illinois Secretary of State, Jesse White, and he's all for it. So I guess that's going to go moving forward. And um, I had a video for you guys to see, and I, I, it's not, it's not working on here right now. We're going to try to get it going. It's, it's two minutes long. And we shot it under some uh, unhealthy circumstances in Haiti. I'm right over there. And uh, Saturdays are great. Saturdays are really good. And this year is a 100-year anniversary for the Girl Scouts, and we became a patch for them. We've had 39 boys do their eagle. But it's really good. Like, people that volunteer for me, um, they get to know their world, their place in it, and they more or less have an opportunity for a moral obligation to make the world a better place. And I love that Gandhi saying, and I don't know if I have it correct, um, be part of the change you want to see in your own world, and you get to do it at Share Your Souls. Because we're interfaith, we work with Muslim, Hindu, Jew, Buddhist, American Indians, and then throw in some refugees, and that would be Share Your Souls. Souls are ready to return to Haiti for helping Haitian people to get off their feet and living a better life. But the need in choose is still growing. Children, as adults, keep walking with wrong sandals or no sandals at all. Today, Moya decided to come one more time in Haiti in April 2012. Just try to help and rescue them. We are at Dumi. A little bit far from Port-au-Prince. And Chariot is going to distribute some pairs of shoes in a church, a school, and some other places.
You don't know where, um, like Kenya, someone said, oh, isn't it near Africa? And so we're trying to make short films and documentaries on the world so you guys can have a better understanding of how you can make the world better, kinder, and just how other people live. Not to make you feel bad, but just so you can know how to help. So, so anyway, any questions on anything? Thank you for waiting for me. Yeah? You know what? You can send us an email, and that way you get in our database, too. And then we'll tell you what days, like tomorrow we have uh, uh, 60 people coming in from Morgan Park. And um, for any of you who have any court time that you have to do, we get registered. We're an official court um, non-for-profit. We're kids volunteer, and they're from 16 to 25. And it's cool because they come in there and like, oh, hey, what's up, man? They all know everyone there. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's good or bad. But Saturdays are like our great volunteer day and usually Wednesdays. So and if you know we have any like office skills, we always need help in the office like desperately. And if any of you are in communications, we need help with uh, promoting our events and things. So and we do a 510K every year and we have a marathon team. Any of you are interested in running a marathon? I ran my first one last year. But I raised like $58,000 just myself. I think they were like making bets I wouldn't finish. But I freaked them all out because I finished, and I collected the money happily. So, uh, well, do you have any questions for me? Are you all good? You guys got it all? 
Okay, grab a brochure and check out our website and join the Facebook page because we're trying to promote that a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's let's give her another big round. She, she drove like a mad person to get here today, so thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.